entering Armbar Audio. Go for it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Armbar Audio. I'm your host, Tim Farley, and next to me is my trusted companion. John Kearns, we're back, baby! That's the right. are over, that's why. Uh, we all hope... We both hope you all had a great holiday. We sure did. Uh, we wish you a prosperous new year. A lot of awesome wrestling has happened uh, over the holiday period, and we hope you enjoyed that. Got to see it. Uh, also, if you are a longtime listener or viewer of this show, you may have noticed that there was no year of the end, year, end of the year. Armbar Audio Awards, and that's because our scopes... We're here lazy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> our scopes of the wrestling that we watch has narrowed a bit, and also... Just naturally, not for any reasons. Yeah, um, you know, we love AEW, we love GCW, I'm still a Pro and Joshi guy, John watches what he wants to watch, and I've we felt it would be unfair to... Um, some companies and, and such. And the more we dive into the independent scene, the more uh, we get, you, you know, there would just be too much. You know, we we were doing, you know, best breakout for this, best mail for this, best. Uh, yeah, and we and, do. <clears throat> we want to try to bring it back, but consolidate that a lot. Yeah, maybe at the end of this year. Yeah. Um, we'll figure it out. We will. But. Uh, if you remember, around October or November, I posted on our Twitter um, that we were going to do another Fans Bring the Topics episode, Hell yeah. and we were going to take uh, this, this Fans Bring the Topic episode, uh, made it a little special. We took uh, the whole Marvel What If motif uh, and put it out there. And a bunch of you, some some people, we actually had to say, hey, we have enough for a show, uh, maybe another time. Uh, but this is all... We saved them all, though. Your big what-if questions in the pro wrestling world, past, present, future. Um, and we're really excited to do this episode. Yeah. Should we just roll right into it? Absolutely. Number one comes to us from good friend Brandon Montgomery, friend of the show. You've Talking seen him on here Suplex's before. blog yeah. extraordinaire. What if Ring of Honor re-signed the Elite instead of letting them walk? Um, I think the most glaring thing from this is AEW may not exist. Um... Maybe it would still eventually, especially given like all the stuff that's happened with Sinclair recently. But it would have been longer. It would have taken longer. Right. Um, it's a funny question because my answer is like in no world I don't think it would have happened. I think um, my my feeling before AEW was even announced 
and I had said it for months on this show and in private. John can attest to it. I said that the elite need to make their own uh, promotion. But I'll go along with this. If ROH re-signed the elite, um, <clears throat> it would be... It possibly would have saved ROH from uh, dying. Yeah. Um, and it may have changed Sinclair Broadcasting's idea of let's fill an hour of television to, wow, these, these group of guys are really bringing attention to our show and making money, so let's put more effort into promoting and uh supporting ring of honor uh i feel like a lot of ring of honor's issues were were because sinclair did not see them as uh as marketable or as you know something they can make money off of it was just to fill a spot in their time zone in their in their schedule uh but it at that point the bucks and omega skrull um cody were as hot as they had ever been so it would have it would have definitely launched ring of honor into that number two position in the west right i agree and you would have had a much better, probably a much better uh, ROH showing at the G1 Supercard in Madison Square Garden. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and like I said, I said Ring of Honor showing mm -hmm. because New Japan's was still fantastic. Oh, that's they're the best. One Our the best. good friend uh, who made the intro music to Inside the Indies, he is a rapper from detroit you should check out else for his too, music right? well he was going to it hasn't happened yet uh his name is the donny boy he posed two questions um the first being what if nia Jax never broke becky lynch's face where would becky lynch have ended up uh i'll answer this first yeah since you answered the last one first I thought about this and I was like, well, what do you mean? And this was whole the whole thing where, you know, uh, she led SmackDown to invade Raw and um, Nia broke her nose and she was bleeding everywhere and then she was in the crowd and everyone loved it and that's pretty much where the man thing came from. Right. Uh, honestly, if Nia Jax wouldn't have done that, it is completely possible that... Becky would not have been inserted into the WrestleMania triple threat with Ra Rousey and Charlotte. Uh, do I think Becky is a great wrestler and a, a like all-arounder? Absolutely. But that moment really, really spearheaded Becky Lynch's... Becky Lynch being more confident as a character and as a promo. Uh, so 
Becky, if that wouldn't have happened, maybe it would have taken Becky longer to get where she is. Uh, but I don't want to say yeah. that Becky wouldn't have gotten where she was because she was still a four horse woman. Girl. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this, uh, another way to look at this is this could have, <clears throat> could have helped, um, break the stigma of Naya being unsafe. If this had never happened, um, uh, I think she still would eventually get released because, well, she worked for WWE, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the the whole the man thing may have never happened, like you said. Uh, yeah, that's. I think it would have just taken Becky longer to get to where she is now. That's that's good. The second one, where would Edge be if Lita had never cheated on Matt Hardy with him? And uh, I'll let you do that first as well. We read these questions uh, probably a month ago together uh, to get a good idea of what we were going to say here. Yeah. And whenever I posed these to John, John was like, well, these are, these aren't that great of questions. And then I talked, I gave my answers and John was like, Oh wow. I didn't think of it like that. Right. Um, if, if Lita had never cheated with Matt Hardy with, on Matt Hardy with edge, we would have never gotten that the, incredible edge of Matt Hardy storyline. Which launched Edge from upper mid card to a main eventer. Yeah. And we would have never got the rated R Super Right. And without that, like I said, Edge is, like I said about Becky, Edge is a great wrestler, but the character development and the and the confidence and promo ability was drastically changed when that happened. So, similar to the Becky Lynch answer, I will say it may it would have definitely taken Edge longer to get to where he was. Yeah. It would have taken and, and also let's look at Lita. Um if Lita wouldn't have done that, would she have been on TV a lot as much as she was? Probably not. Because at that time period, you know, not just Jeff, but Matt too, you know, they were having issues. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think every one of them, all three of them, ended up better for it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, we may have not even seen Matt become the single star that he became. Right. I mean, he had that feud with MVP that went over huge. He had, uh, he was ECW champion. ECW champion. But yeah, but Edge, definitely. Um, the Raider or Superstar absolutely would not exist without Lita. And if you didn't have the Raider or Superstar, I don't know if, I don't know how Edge would become a main eventer. I don't know that Edge would have even rest, would have even wrestled enough to have had to retire the way he did. That too. It's really interesting to think about. So yeah, that's yeah. 
Where would Edge be? I think he'd be pretty much in the same place he is now, but maybe just not, possibly not as banged up as he is, and possibly more in a mid-card scenario than a main event. <coughs> yep. Our good friend. Oh, God, it's Sid the Nerdy Mark. <laughs> he had two questions for us. The first question, what if Roman Reigns was the member to break up the Shield, John? Easy answer, he should have been. Whenever it happened, I'm going to say this. Whenever it happened, I came into work the next day, I flipped out. And I was like, it should have been Roman. Why wouldn't they have done it to Roman? Roman should be a heel. He's perfect for the corporate role because yep. he's everything. He's Vince McMahon's wet dream. Yeah. But if it wouldn't have happened, what would have happened to Moxley and especially Seth Rollins? Seth Rollins, at the time, as a S.H.I.E.L.D. member, was not over at all. I wouldn't say that. He was a lot of people's favorites, mm. but he was the guy who came in and, you know, he got the hot tag, he jumped around yeah. and shit. The whole authority storyline with Seth Rollins, just like the rated R superstar, just like the man, you know, that made Seth Rollins a top-tier guy in WWE. Yeah. Roman was always going to be a top-tier guy, whether we liked it, whether we liked the way it was presented or not. Mm -hmm. Luckily, they finally did what they should have done, and he's a heel, and he's doing great. But, I mean, that whole authority period, I mean, you had... Him and Roman, him and Moxley. Moxley got so much more. Uh, it, that's another thing. Seth and Moxley had such great chemistry. Mm -hmm. And Rollins turning heel. Where would Moxley have gotten? Uh, the original thought, like I said, I was mad. Because Roman should have been. on, Like, on the surface. But, looking back... It was the right fucking decision for every member of the Shield. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what if it was Roman? What would happen? If it was <clears throat> Roman, um, people, it wouldn't have taken them longer to get over with smart wrestling fans. Exactly. It wouldn't have taken them so long. And, um, which, you know, Vince doesn't really care about. Yeah. Uh, and Seth would probably have gotten to main event status because a lot like Adam Cole, he is similar to Shawn Michaels in build. He's more he's more like Shawn Michaels in build than Adam Cole is, but Adam Cole's charisma is more closer to Shawn Michaels. So I think he would have eventually gotten there. But Moxley. I guess it would have been Moxley and Roman going back and forth. And I don't think at that point Roman could have kept up with Moxley on the mic 
and yeah. Vince would have gotten mad mm-hmm. and changed it, and Moxley would have went down the card because Moxley would have been too good on on the stick to go against the Golden Goose Moxley of Roman Reigns. Going <coughs> going off that idea, Moxley probably would have left sooner. <clears throat> And without AEW already being a thing at that point, where would Moxley have gone? New Japan. Hell yeah. Like he did. Uh, Sid's second question. We have, what if the Montreal Screwjob never happened? That's easy. Bret Hart would have vacated the title on Raw and left for WCW. Yeah. Or lost it to Sean. Not in Canada, on Raw, and went to WCW. Probably would have, probably would have, uh, Shawn Michaels. Probably would have caused less controversy. Probably would have, uh, but let's look at it like this, though. Probably would have made Sean and Brett not hate each other as long as they did. Think about how much money the Montreal Screwjob has garnered over the years. Over the years with documentaries, um, the fucking Dark Side episode, yeah. The Sean and Brett DVD. Um, the Sean and Brett segments that happened just a few years ago now. Oh, that was probably a decade. Was it a decade? It was a while. It must have been. Uh, but, like, yeah. I mean... I don't know if Sean, I think it worked out because it kept Bret Hart fans like die hard and it kept and it gave Sean more heat and right. And at that point in time, that's all Sean wanted. He wanted as mo- the most heat as possible and it kept both of them and the the WWF slash E relevant to a lot of people, uh, even even people who didn't yeah, watch it. I'd because say... you got Brett coming into WCW, and you have WCW fans saying, "Oh, did you did you see what they did to him?" And blah, 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 you know, that's something I was going to bring up. The Montreal Screwjob absolutely gave WCW a boost. So if that would have never happened. Would WCW have lasted as long as it did? Uh, would it even be something worth purchasing for Vince towards the end? Well, would he have just let them exist? At that point, Brett wasn't involved. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know if Goldberg was involved. I don't think so yet. No, I mean at whenever it was purchased. Right. Um <clears throat> They purchased WCW to to help Turner. Uh, yeah. Because they they weren't turning a profit. Speaking in Doctor Who terms, I think the purchasing of WCW is a fixed point in time. You can't... That won't change. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, simple answer is he would have just dropped the title the next night and went to WCW. Long answer is it worked out for everyone in the long run. Yeah. All right. Cool. Moving on. Some New Japan stuff. New Japan talk. 
Good friend. Our number one gal. Another good friend of the show, Jay Wild. Or Miss Doom. Miss Doom. What if House of Torture straight up leaves Bullet Club? Would the Bullet Club go back to full Gaijin? Would other teams break away? No. The Bullet Club would not go back to full Gaijin. They would keep Yujiro. And if no, not Yujiro. Taiji. No, they would keep... Taiji. Is Yujiro in? Yes. Yujiro's in House of Torture. They would keep Taiji Ishimori. Yeah. Which would be the correct move. He was brought in by Tomatonga as the new bone soldier. Taiji so. Ishimori is good as part of Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Uh, so House of Torture takes out Evil, Yo, No Show. show. I always, I'll never get it right. Um, <laughs> huge. Is anybody else in House of Torture? Is it just those three? Oh, who gives a fuck? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. It was fucking orgasmic watching Go Shiozaki fucking and uh, whoever. Who the fuck was his tag partner last night? Uh, it was Go Shiozaki and somebody else against Togo and Evil. Uh, and they fucking clobbered him, dude. Nice. Yeah. It was awesome. I was like, can he just come and do this like every time we every have New to Japan see him? Literally. Um, uh, so, yeah, House of Torture, Shaley's Boy. I mean, I'm going to do a little bit of uh, go for it, man. Seeing into the future. The only thing uh, I see is that Jay White, Jay White lost the never title to Ishii, and he's sore about it. Ishii lost the never title to Evil. Jay needs to come back, fight evil over the never title, get that never title, kick House of Torture the fuck out, keep Taiji as the only Japanese member of Bullet Club, yeah, and completely just let's go. And when I first started watching the House of Torture, I thought, well, they're more old school Bullet Club than Bullet Club is, but the issue is that they have it's so formulaic. Yeah. They do the same stuff every fucking match. And they took a fantastic wrestler, tag team and singles at, in show and put him in this shitty fucking position. Uh ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, hell. Evil deserves better. Evil Show deserves, deserves better. better. Togo needs to get the fuck out. Yujiro, you know, whatever. But, like, uh, I don't know a New Japan fan aside from <laughs> someone who has a question on here uh, who who enjoys House of Torture. Uh, Yuck. But, uh, but no, like, I mean, you know, I was... And I think she means, would other people from other factions break away into the House of Torture? Not if they knew it was good for them. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I, I took that to mean, like, would G.O.D. leave? Yeah, yeah. Would, yeah. But now I'm looking no, at it, I'm thinking, I'm thinking she means, like, people from Chaos or people from, um, you know, wherever. Uh I mean, there are people in New Japan 
who have gotten more spotlight because of the pandemic. And that's good. But some of them <clears throat> do need character changes. Uh, one being Master Watto. But I would never put anyone <clears throat> in the House of Torture. No. Because it's just shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just shit. All right. All right. <clears throat> um, one of the administers... Actually, the next two questions come from the admins of the Facebook group Pro Wrestling Now and Then. And if you're on Facebook, you know that how toxic the wrestling community is on there. Pro Wrestling Now and Then is the only Facebook wrestling group that I belong to that does not have that. Um, Denny Fetter said, what if Magnum TA... And this question was asked by a lot of people, but Denny was the, just the first one to ask it. What if Magnum TA didn't get into the car accident and had his career to ended suddenly? This guy could have moved the needle later on in the Monday Night Wars. Also, Sting may not have gotten his big break as soon. Now, uh, <clears throat> I did some research because when you're talking about Sting and you're talking about Magnum TA, you're talking about faces, like literal, like heel face, faces of NWA at the time. Yeah. Now, before Magnum was taken out uh, by the car accident, he was in the secondary title, the U.S. title picture as a face, usually going against Tully Blanchard or Nikita Koloff. And he gained, he had a lot of momentum. At the time, Flair was facing a hodgepodge of people, but a mainstay, the main face going against Ric Flair's heel was Dusty. Dusty, the car accident happened in 86. Dusty didn't leave the NWA until 88. Um, I believe Sting didn't come onto the scene until 87 or 88. As a singles wrestler. So with that, Magnum TA definitely, definitely would have been pushed up the card and been, he may have stopped the hodgepodge and it may have just been Dusty and Magnum as the main uh, opponents for Flair. Would this have affected Sting? No. And here's why. Why, John? I don't remember. I'm sorry. You're terrible at your job. I know. I I don't remember what we said. The only person, people who looked like Sting in NWA at the time was a tag team. Oh yes, Le uh, Le Legion of Doom, Road, Road Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, they were Legion of Doom. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Fed and Japan. Everywhere but WCW, relax. Right. <laughs> okay. But um, no, they were Road Warriors in the in Japan too. What? Yeah, Vince wanted to own Legion of Doom. Oh, of course, he fucking did. He but first. But anyway, he was the I only single him. star <laughs> who had face paint, who yeah. had short hair, who, who who was like so colorful. Right. I don't think it would have affected Sting. Uh, I just think that Magnum TA would have been successful. Sting would have been successful. 
Both of them would have been more successful once Dusty left. And Rick's hodgepodge of opponents may have been lessened because of both of them. Um, yeah. The other admin of uh, pro wrestling now and then, Amanda Deal asked, what if WCW won the Monday Night War? Yeah. Yeah, this is a good question. It's one that has been discussed many a time. Uh, what if WCW won the Monday Night War? Let's take a look at who was on that WCW roster at the time right before the fold. Jericho had already left. A lot of people left. A lot of people left. Goldberg, they, they were doing the whole new- Goldberg was already gone, but wasn't anywhere else yet. Um, Buff Bagwell had gone to WWE. <sighs> F at the time, I think. Was, all was I it remember, WWF still then? I don't know, but all I remember from that time period was the whole new blood stuff. Yeah. So it was like Shane Helms, uh, Shannon Moore, Young Dread. The Jung Dragons. Jung. Um, I don't know. Look up the last WCW pay-per-view. Okay. Final WCW. Yeah, Booker T. You had Lance Storm. Booker T hadn't left already? No, because I think the last Nitro, it was Booker against Storm for the title. Okay. Greed was the final professional wrestling pay-per-view event produced by World Championship Wrestling. It took place March 18th, 2001. So let's look at what happened. Okay, so Scott Steiner, he's on the poster. He would have still been there. Um, results. Okay, Jason Jett and Kiwi. Don't remember that. Elix Skipper. Elix Skipper. That's a name I forgot about. He would probably still be wrestling. He'd probably still be wrestling. Uh, you had the Filthy Animals, Billy Kidman, Rey Mysterio Jr., and Conan. So Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio would not have been delegated to no. a safer move set. Right, exactly. Uh, Kidman would probably still be wrestling. Sean Stasiak. Bam Bam Bigelow. Or wrestled longer than he or did. Or wrestled longer than he did. Uh, Lance Storm and Mike Awesome. Oh. Hugh Morris. Yeah. Conan. Yeah. Shane Holmes, Charlie Guerrero Jr. Sean Heron, Chuck Palumbo. Sean Heron, Chuck Palumbo. So Chuck Palumbo wouldn't have had to do that massively offensive gay storyline with Billy Gunn. <clears throat> Lex Luger, Buff Bagwell. Canyon would have been perceived way differently. Way differently. But, yeah, he had Ernest Cat Miller as an opponent on that show. Yeah, but WCW loved Ernest. Oh, oh, absolutely, yeah. Rick Steiner and Booker T. Dustin Rhodes and Dusty Rhodes versus Ric Flair and Jeff Jarrett. Maybe Jeff Jarrett wouldn't have had to fuck up after the last ECW show. <laughs> uh, Scott Steiner and... Okay, so looking Adam at this, Dallas page, yeah, you would have had. So they still had a good roster. Canyon, Diamond Dallas Page would not have been treated shitty. Uh, they would have been treated better. Um, Scott Steiner definitely wouldn't have jobbed to Triple H. No. Um, 
but TNA we, but, but wouldn't exist. We may have never gotten the math promo, and I can't live in that world. <laughs> <laughs> TNA probably wouldn't exist. Uh, possibly an early version of NXT would have came. Yeah. Um, because if you're Vince and you sell your wrestling company, I imagine you go into uh, the football field. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> but that leads leaves um, guys like Triple H and Shawn Michaels and stuff like that. So you would have had WCW purchasing <laughs> WWE would have been way better because they didn't have guaranteed contracts. So you would have had bigger, the biggest names of WWE at the time coming into WCW yeah. instead of waiting around. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you know, we could have possibly seen AJ Styles and Shawn Michaels. Um, TNA probably wouldn't have existed, but depending on what Vince, Shane, or Triple H would do, like I said, we may have seen an early version of NXT come about. Um, I don't think... If Vince would sell his company, I don't think he would come back into wrestling. No, he would have he would have had more time and resources delegated to the XFL, and it probably wouldn't have folded. Or just supporting <clears throat> his wife's political, political. Um, Triple H would possibly be running it right now. Right. Um, Imagine that terrorizing running WCW. Well, he was still Hunter Hearst. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Goldberg become, probably wouldn't have come would he, back. Would he ever become Hunter Hearst Housley? Or would he still be terrorizing? I don't know. <laughs> but we could only hope that in that scenario that the acquiring of that, WWE would but, help yo. WCW with their creative, their booking, and the way they did business. Because those things really led to the end. WCW wins Monday Night War. Stone Cold Steve Austin probably never exists. Oh, no. He still existed. How? He came out. The promo was cut in 96. Okay. So he would have okay. came in and pr it he, wouldn't have been Triple H and Scott Steiner. No. He would have fucking gave Steiner the bird and, and dropped his ass. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> that could be. It would have been probably way better. <laughs> yeah. That could be a series by itself. Really, really. I mean, if we wanted to nitpick and go over everything, we could definitely do a whole episode. Shit, I might do that. I I, I think there's a lot of interest that might based on that might be a lot of the questions we got. That might be my fantasy card. <laughs> Hell yeah. The return of WCW or WCW still existing. Drake Duncan. Our homie. That's our boy. What if Owen Hart had never died tragically in 1999? Dude, the WWF's own negligence had to throw that in there. Of course uh, it did. <laughs> no, I know. He should have. <laughs> I'll say this. I don't know if he ever would have won a world title, but he would have probably been. He'd be, he, he'd be a GOAT status wrestler. Uh, oh, yeah, That's even right. more so than he is now. Yeah. And I would have been able to see Chris Jericho versus Owen Hart. Oh, which. <laughs> yeah. 
and Benoit, you know, and a plethora of other Speaking really of. good fucking wrestlers. <laughs> uh, and he would have probably been like, you know, they say the Miz and Jericho, Intercontinental Champions, Greatest Intercontinental Champions and all that. Uh, Owen Hart would have been up there. It would have been Owen Hart. Um, Owen Hart was so influential, <laughs> and we would have been able to see him wrestle a lot of the guys he influenced, which would have fucking ruled. Dan? Uh, Drake's second what if is, what if the Benoit family tragedy never happened? Well, first off, we would have been able to see Benoit versus CM Punk. Yeah. Benoit would be in the Hall of Fame already. Absolutely. Um, Benoit would probably be working backstage at AEW now. And everybody wouldn't be so tiptoey to say how good of a fucking wrestler he was. Like, yeah, yeah the end of his life, really shitty. A absolute shit. But that does not take away the time of my life that I watched him wrestle and thought he was fucking phenomenal. Because he was. We would have been able to see Benoit versus <clears throat> Danielson. I think... I think uh, David Benoit would already be wrestling and not not basically afraid to debut. You know, I think that eventually Benoit would have left WWE and probably did some work in Japan and worked in Ring of Honor. I could see him as uh, an early Ring of Honor um, guy. Like, help. Like, they brought in big names. And I think he would have been one that they would have brought in and would have stuck around for a while because he yeah. would have seen the wrestling that was happening there. And, uh, you know, it would have really ignited his, his passion. But... We do have to think about Eddie. Yeah. And the impact that it had on that situation. So, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't know where I was going with that. Okay. <laughs> cool. <clears throat> Joe Ladell at. Pure Val, I'm going to guess it means pure evil, from Twitter said, what if Aldo Montoya had stayed in WWF and the Just Incredible character was a part of DX? Okay. John, I want you so, to answer. Yeah, because uh, this is the one that I did the research on. Uh, Just Incredible, I, for a long time, had like a, I guess you would say it's a Mandela effect thing that Just Incredible was part of DX. But not the case. He actually was not. He was, however, part of a tag team with X-Pac called, I want to say X-Factor, but I don't remember right now. I'd have to look it up. I think you're right, because when we talk about it, I think that's what you said. Yeah. But that was after ECW. That was after ECW. Um. So... 
if Aldo Montoya had stayed in WWF, he'd probably just still be Aldo Montoya. He probably wouldn't have been just incredible. That was my point. Yeah. Um, uh, just Incredible's just character Incredible was came a, out of was going to ECW and yeah. being around Paul Heyman. Absolutely. And all of those guys who uh, had had a chip on their shoulder. And the Just Incredible character is absolutely a chip on the shoulder type of character. Uh, so I don't think that would have happened. Yeah. At all. Uh if he would have stayed in WWE, he would have probably been uh, low mid-card or mid-card status. Of course, Aldo Montoya would have been thrown out the window like the Sultan was for Rikishi. Yeah. And he would have gotten a different gimmick. And then maybe it would have been near just incredible, but it wouldn't have been just incredible. He was he, he was an eight-time hardcore champion in WWE. So... Well, it tells you what they thought of him. It tells you what they thought of him. Uh, he was one of those hardcore guys. Well, y- you can say that tells you what they thought of him, but Kane was a hardcore champion. Like, yeah, but <coughs> Kane was one of those guys where they threw him wherever. You and, know what? Like, and he, it didn't affect him because he's he was fucking Kane. He was his brother. He was Undertaker's yeah. brother. He was huge. He had a cool-ass mask. And Most underrated big man in history, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Aldo Montoya. Especially for the ones that work for WWE. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aldo Montoya. I just like saying it. I never even knew that character. I've always yeah, just it was known before, just incredible. He probably wrestled as Aldo Montoya when you were watching WCW. Yeah, I, I guarantee he did. Or... It happened before you were watching. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like during that whole, like, uh, where Brett and Sean were the main two. It's yeah, called, see, like, the new I generation. There. I wasn't there at that time. Yeah. I was. It's all right. I, I missed most of Ruthless Aggression. I was Thank over, God I was for the old WWE out. Network where I was Fucking able to save a. most of it. Fucking A. Peacock sucks. <sighs> we're we're, we're going to have a segment on every show where we bitch about Peacock. Um,. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I I was still on TNT when that was all going on. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so Justin Credible probably... If he had joined DX, if he, he probably DX, wouldn't have been Justin Credible. He would have been somebody else, and he yeah. would have been... Um, he probably would still be friends with X-Pog. I mean, they still aren't if he If he did singles like, matches, he would do singles matches. Uh, you know, they tried to push Billy Gunn in that King of the Ring. Yeah. Um, Justin Incredible wouldn't have been there. He might still be wrestling today, too. He, he, he He's another one that might still be wrestling. Yeah. Working those indies, working GCW and all that. So let's get... Probably fucking doing death matches in, G- in GCW. Dude, that would have fucked Hardcore champ, old. just incredible. Dude, if he, if he, like, watched GCW and was like, I need to get back in shape. And yeah. he, like, he, like, lost, like, 40 pounds and then showed up one day, I would have lost my mind. Yeah. Uh, I was a Just Incredible fan. I liked, I, I liked Just Incredible. I liked X-Pog. I liked Albert. Yeah, I liked... Yeah, wasn't he like in the ECW? Wasn't he a tag team with Lance Storm? I believe. I want to say yeah, 
because yeah. the other group was Shane Douglas, Bam Bam, and Chris Candido. Yeah. Yeah, that shit rolled. Dude, Shane Douglas. I miss that fucking guy. At Slick2099 asks, What if Vince McMahon was found guilty at the steroid trial and went to jail? How would WWE be different? <laughs> it wouldn't be. <laughs> it wouldn't be. Uh, I believe I listened to... One of the times I listened to Bruce Pritchard's podcast, they talked about that. And Vince had things set up with Bruce and other people to where he would still kind of be controlling what was going on. Uh, so uh, the only thing um, that would have happened is maybe WCW would have won the Monday Night War. Um, because of the bad press. Yeah. <clears throat> or the bad press would push Vince even more into competition mode, and he'd be screaming through the phone at Bruce and Linda that this is supposed to happen, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I recently listened to Chris Jericho's podcast on the steroid trial. It's really interesting stuff. Mm. Like insanely, I I never knew anything about it. All I, I knew, knew that was happened. like the Phil Donahue segment, right? Where Meltzer pretty much served McMahon shit on a plate, and Vince kind of had to eat it, but refused to. It was like it was like that that part in Anchorman where uh, Ron Burgundy goes mm. back to the restaurant, and Fred Armisen's character is like. You eat the cat poo. You eat the cat poo. Yeah. I, I will not. I will not eat the cat shit. Oh, yeah, man. Um, some guilty of the steroid trial. Maybe the steroid epidemic wouldn't have been as bad as it was. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe less maybe, wrestlers from that time period would wouldn't have died so early. Yeah, it it could have been better for the wrestling world if he was found guilty. It could have, it could have made him change his ways. Who knows? Yep. <clears throat> Good buddy of mine. Good Ours. buddy of yours too. Nah, you don't count. <laughs> Uh, Setters Nick on Twitter, who I assume is Nick Setters. Somebody <laughs> else took that name. <laughs> Fucking prick. <laughs> now I have to be Nick underscore Setters. <laughs> okay. No, uh, no, no, I have to be Setters Nick. Um, what if the forbidden door never happened? Well, I'd be set. Yeah, there's I the think, answer. I think the forbidden door was a necessary thing to happen, especially during the pandemic. It was necessary uh, to make people take AEW seriously, for sure. I'd, I'd, I'd go that far. Um, not people that were already watching, people that like refused to watch. Right, right, right. Like, um, <clears throat> if the Forbidden Door never happened, I don't know if Moxley would have signed with AEW. 
Yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, because yes. he was the New Japan U.S. champion. Yeah, he would have had to vacate the title in that. I mean, the Forbidden Door him. is basically three spearheaded by three men. And that's Tony Khan, Kenny Omega, and John Moxley. No. Uh, so the Forbidden Door wouldn't have happened. We wouldn't have had Omega Belt Collector. We wouldn't have had Moxley going literally wherever he wanted and wrecking shit. We wouldn't. Uh, we wouldn't excuse me. We wouldn't have gotten Kenta in AEW. Right. We wouldn't have gotten Ishii in AEW. And New Japan wouldn't Strong wouldn't have gotten a huge boost because Kenta and Moxley wouldn't have happened there. We probably wouldn't have seen GCW involvement in right. AEW. Wouldn't and have, back, and back, back and forth. forth. We wouldn't have gotten John Moxley entering double or nothing with the GCW hoodie. Which was such a cool fucking moment. Absolutely. Especially going on Twitter the next day and finding out that it was stolen from AJ Gray. If <laughs> <laughs> um. the Forbidden Door wouldn't have happened, uh, I think. I think New AEW New would Japan, still be okay. New Japan of America and Impact would have been hurt the most. Impact would have been hurt the Impact full stop would have been hurt the most. And um, <clears throat> it would have been really lame to yeah. see uh, the to US see all title that just be vacated, be vacated, or all mostly that, not coming to AW, or all that build and banter on social media be for nothing. Because right now, uh, if you follow uh, Meltzer, it is glaringly apparent how important Moxley and Omega were to viewership. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's where I am with it. Eric Brown at Neo Reality Ent probably asked, yeah, asks, What if Owen Hart did not break Steve Austin's neck? Steve Austin was known as a very good technical wrestler. And after his neck was broken, he had to change his wrestling style to the brawler that he became. Yeah. He still would have been Stone Cold Steve Austin, but that aspect of the character wouldn't have been there. And how much of that part of the character mattered to Stone Cold Steve Austin? I'd say... A whole fucking lot. Yeah. Because during the Attitude Era, it was not about work rate. It was about... It, it didn't matter if you came in as a good technical wrestler. The ringmaster was shit. It, it mattered your, about your character. And Stone Cold Steve Austin's character is a brawler. Mm -hmm. um, but aside from that... Owen wouldn't have felt terrible, so terrible that he burnt a bridge with Steve Austin by not calling him. And Austin wouldn't have had such anger and resentment towards him. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I think that's about all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Forrest. Next one. <clears throat> the Reverend Warlock at Morrison's Prof. 
Number one, what if WCW never broke away from the National Wrestling Alliance? It's interesting. That is interesting. Uh, I don't know much about that era of NWA other than Flair and Dusty. Um, back in TA, of course, you said. Well, Stay. you also had like Wahoo McDaniel, the, the Koloffs, and you know, Road who, Warriors who and stuff Wahoo's like that. But, huh? Who, who broke Wahoo's leg? Because he made the t shirts. Greg Valentine? Was it? Maybe. Uh, that has nothing to do with anything. I just, yeah. You said Wahoo, and it put the I broke Wahoo's leg t shirt in my head. I mean, what <laughs> my answer to it is, um, If Turner would have got NWA and not branded it as WCW and it was just still NWA, then um, you wouldn't have had this resurgence of the NWA today. Uh, That's true. With the nostalgia and such. And you wouldn't have had all of those years where a, a wrestling promotion with such lineage and history was just kind of like random shit across right. the country and and in Japan. Um, the big gold belt probably wouldn't exist. But I don't think it would have affected much because, like, other than that, I don't think it would have affected anything because the NWA, WCW, Turner, all that stuff, it all had this the same problems that happened to WCW would have happened to NWA. Right. And NWA would be, would be a name, would be a trademark of WWE now. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, pretty good that that didn't happen, right? Exactly. I agree. What if Mark Calloway, what if Mark Calloway was the company gooker? And Hector Guerrero was the Undertaker. Well, the reason why this question insanity exists (laughs) is because they debuted on the same night. Yeah. The only way Hector Guerrero would work as the Undertaker is if Vince McMahon had the idea of the Mil Muertes character before the 2000s, which yeah. probably wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So both men would... I mean, Hector still wouldn't have gotten over, but Mark wouldn't have gotten over at all. No, fuck no. So we would not have The Undertaker. How in the hell are you going to stop that turkey? <laughs> and, uh, you know... Uh... Going to Google's a real low point. W- what would have happened yeah. to Mark Calloway? Fuck. I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe they, Once, they would have they maybe he would have been Diesel. Maybe. Or maybe once the Aldi Gooker shit was over, he probably would have just been he probably would have just been mean Mark Callis and WWE instead of WCW. Well, you know Vince doesn't like rehashing uh using other people's ideas that's true so like i'm trying to think like he wouldn't have been mankind 
Kane wouldn't yeah. exist. Maybe he would have been Kane. Maybe. But I don't think Hector well, Guerrero would have kept the Undertaker oh, character no. alive that long. No, no, no. Because the only way it works is if you if you do something like Mil Muertes. And yeah. I don't think at that time period, Vince McMahon, I don't even think right now Vince McMahon is aware of Mexican think. culture like that. He's probably never heard of Day of the Dead in his life. They celebrate the dead. That's weird, huh? Aztec mythology. What the fuck is that? Pal. Okay. You know, what you said about uh, he might have been Kane tracks. One of the ring names used for him was Kane the Undertaker. Yeah, but that all depends on if Hector Guerrero would have been able to keep my Undertaker alive. Not at all. So it's such a weird thing to think about. I think both guys would have been fucked. And Imagine. but I think I think that Vince would still try to come up with something good for Mark. Imagine the Undertaker doing Spanish commentary for Impact Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Get like, the fuck out of here. That's the only thing I remember Hector Guerrero doing. Because right. <laughs> I remember watching TNA one day and them showing the Spanish announce table, me thinking I've seen a fucking ghost. Because him and Eddie are identical to each other. It's it's weird to look at. Mm. <laughs> Especially young Eddie. Yeah. Where he had like the thick stash yeah. in the... In the, uh, the mullet? Yeah. All right, Matthew Lopez at Matthew six six nine six nine one. First name, bunch of numbers. Well, we know what's on his mind with all those sixes and nines, dude. Oh, baby. Uh, what if Bret Hart did not leave WWF in '97? Interesting. I'll let you handle that because you know more about it. Okay. I mean, what am I gonna say? I think. Well, number one, Bret Hart wouldn't have. Number one, I would have never seen him. <laughs> uh, you eventually would have. Yes, yeah, yeah. DVDs and shit. And WWE would have beat yeah. WCW. Yeah. Uh, what if it didn't happen? Uh, there's a good chance that the Owen tragedy wouldn't have happened. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, Brett may have had some things to say about what was going on, uh, especially with the shitty stuff that Vince bought to do the thing. Uh, Bret Hart may have had, well, he definitely would have had a longer career because uh -huh. he wouldn't have gotten that career ending concussion. Um, and Bret would have moved from the top of the card to upper mid card and he'd been used to help younger guys in a respectful way. We would have saw Kurt, I believe if this would have happened, Kurt Angle's first feud would have been Bret Hart. Uh, Bret Hart would have been integral to Kurt Angle as he was to Steve Austin um, in getting them over. Um, but yes, uh, when you think about Bret not leaving, 
the things that I think about is what he could have, what may have happened with Owen, uh, his career not being as short. And yeah, I think that, you know, Vince was on, went on record and said that Bischoff and company wouldn't know what to do and didn't know what to do with a guy like Brett. I think Vince would have known what to do. And I think that would be upper mid card status, helping future talent get over in a respectful way, not squashes, not shit like that. <sighs> All right. Todd at Todd Rusher asks, what if Vince didn't relegate Macho Man to the commentary table in 1993? You would have never seen his ass. I would have never. He wouldn't have went to WCW. Oh, God, you're right. Oh, no. I would have never got the Slim Jim commercials. We possibly would have never seen him in Spider-Man. We may have never gotten that amazing, amazing rap album. You never heard Macho Man's rap album? I don't think I have. You have to hear. At it. least you okay. have to hear his tribute to Kurt Hennig. Oh my fucking god! We're 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 gonna do that as soon as this show is over. Um. So I just googled the because I was looking at the list of questions we have left. I googled WWF roster nineteen ninety three to try to put together some matches. In doing that, I've learned something shocking to me. That was uh, shit? No. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember Simon Dean? Yeah, Nova? Yes. Yeah, I just learned that that's the same person. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. It shocked me because Simon Dean sucks. The character, yeah. Yeah. I had no idea that him... And Hollywood Nova were the same person. Yeah, he was from ECW. That's fucking crazy to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it is, right? Because I was looking at it, and it said Simon Dean slash Nova, and they probably saw it. My eyes widened. My jaw dropped. I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Anyway. Kane's Clint, who's a friend of mine on Facebook, Wait, we didn't even. I didn't even say anything about Macho Man. Well, What's you said anyway, you? like no. I was done. anyway. I was going back to the WWF roster thing. Oh, okay. You <laughs> can't do that to me. You don't cut me off. You don't silence me. Like I'm supposed to be in your brain. You should be. What I let you in, Diesel. So Macho Man versus Diesel could happen. Macho Man versus. Uh. Hogan would probably happen again. Probably Hall. Probably Hall. Macho Man versus Jeff Jarrett would have actually been a decent match. Owen Hart. Macho, uh, Macho Man versus Owen Hart would have been money. Macho Man 2. Macho Man versus 123Kid. The early version of... Uh, X-Pac. Taker. Undertaker versus Macho Man would have been awesome. Like, there's a lot of matches that could have happened. 
But, like, him being relegated to commentary was probably better for his career. Yeah, but he didn't like it. That's why he left. No, that that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that happening to him was better. Hmm. But I don't know. I think, like, the only thing that I remember that stood out from his WCW run, when he first came in, he was against Hogan, which was cool. And then whenever he joined NWO, the only thing that I can remember is his great feud with DDP. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. maybe DDP wouldn't have been made so much. Let's move on. So Keynes Clint said, what if Dixie Carter was never involved in TNA? And that is a quick response from me. TNA would have died. Yeah. It, yeah. No. I looked into uh, we, the history of TNA. Looked, yeah. We looked into this um, because when I first read this, my first answer was, it wouldn't have sucked so much. Yeah, Probably. that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, it's what. Yeah, that's exactly. But literally, what I like, but goddamn, it wouldn't still exist. TNA, given the research, so early, so early on, and I mean like months within its inception, was already on the brink of bankruptcy, bankruptcy yeah. and collapse. Yeah. And luckily, Panda Energy, somebody. Jeff Jarrett had another person working with him, and they knew someone, and Panda Energy came in. So, and Panda Energy only came in because Dixie was a fan of wrestling. So, put simply, it would not have existed for more than months. Life is weird at Moogthulu. Yeah, I'm about to meet that dude. Yep. And enjoy wrestling. Well, yeah. What if... Better show up. He has two questions, and they're pretty great. Yeah. What if ECW managed to gain the finances and stability to buy WCW first and steadily go up against WWE? Um, it would have had more longevity than WCW because yeah. Paul is a better... Just say... At be, least because better crea because creatively. Of, yeah. Um, but they they would have had to get on TNT, not TBS, because of the product they were putting out. Um, Paul would have been challenged to make a little, little bit less edgy content. Or he would have went full throttle and probably burnt the thing to the ground eventually. But he would have had a bigger talent pool to use. And that would have changed what ECW was in the first place. Yeah. ECW was a ragtag group of guys that the bigger promotions didn't see anything in. And Paul made them into household names. So, um, and if ECW would have, would ECW would have lasted longer, ECW would have given a better run against WWE in the Monday Night Wars because of the creative force of Paul Heyman, and there would have been more money behind him, so he wouldn't have 
you know, shit the bed there. Yeah. And uh, some lady just walked through the room and said something that I was thinking. Uh, <laughs> if this all happens, everything you just talked about, ECW today would be what GCW is. So you don't think ECW would have eventually gone out of business? No. Hmm. I don't don't think so at all. Uh, Everything was so competitive then, though. That is true. And things... See, what you're saying? Despite what you see on Twitter, things aren't really that competitive right now. What you're saying... companies, I mean. Yeah. What you're saying, though, going off what you said, I think that... Well, then, I think before, that ECW would before have it went out of business, before it went out of business, it would look a lot like what GCW looks like. Sure. Is more what I was thinking. And at the present time, GCW would be even bigger. Yeah. And also, it would have a lot more competition to be who they are. That's, yeah. Because ECW would have, is as influential as ECW is. Yeah. If they would have beaten WCW and gotten even more exposure, there would be way more. It would have normalized that hardcore stuff. Yeah. Yeah. His second question is, what if Inoki bought the big names and big potential use from WCW and started a Western and Japanese blended American promotion? It'd be fucking amazing. I I did some research for this question. And um, the big difference between Western promoters and Antonio Inoki is that, well, one of the big things was Vince McMahon or Ted Turner, Eric Bischoff, whatever, they got celebrities, athletes, boxers, MMA fighters. We see it today. We see it with Bad Bunny. We see it with... uh, Yeah. The big British Tyson Fury, yeah, Tyson Fury. We've seen uh, it with a go go, uh, yeah, all kinds of people. The they, fucking, uh, American top team people they bring them into the wrestling world, <clears throat> get them ready, and have them wrestle. Antonio Inoki did it the other way, he would send wrestlers with no experience into MMA situations like Jujin Thunder Lager and Eugene Nagata, yeah. And they yep. got completely annihilated in seconds. Antonio Inoki was always looking to legitimize professional wrestling, to look to make professional wrestling the entire New Japan idea of king of sports. That was mm-hmm. his thing, mm-hmm. and but he did it in a way that just backfired on him almost every fucking time. Second of all. Antonio Noki booked himself, and you can go to Cage Match and look this up. His win percentage is higher than Hulk Hogan. It's higher than Flair. It, it's like the highest win percentage in wrestling history. It can't be higher than Kevin Nash. And he higher than Cody. <laughs> and if he went, he made a Western and Japanese promotion. In America, nobody aside from tape traders during that time would have gave one ounce of a fuck 
of how many times Inoki was champion of that promotion. As much right. as Inoki is was great and a legend, etc., when it came to to the things that I just talked about, it wouldn't it would not have been good. It would not have been good. No. Um, we would say things like, wow, remember when AJ Styles came onto the scene? He was in that blah, blah, blah promotion with Inoki, and, you know, and he had great matches against some of the Japanese wrestlers at that time. But, you know, that eventually happened anyway. Um, yeah. So That's I, fair. I, I, don't, I don't think it would have worked. I think yeah. it would have been cool for a while, but yeah, you know, as a I was a kid during that time period. Yeah, I, I wasn't even a teenager. I think I think I was like twelve or thirteen whenever WCW was bought. Um, I wouldn't have given a shit about how many times Anoki won the title of that promotion. Yeah, and I wouldn't have, <laughs> you know, whatever. I mean. <laughs> Friend of the show, John by Levitch, asks, What if Vince never closed WCW and ran it as a separate entity? Well, John, we saw him do that with ECW, and how did you feel about that? My first thought was it might have been NXT, but. Then I thought about WWE, CW. Not good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's better the way it went. Right. Uh, two, Vince, what if Vince didn't sign all the indie talent? Would the indie world have been flooded with talent? Oh, yeah. So if guys who were guys like... Tyler Black, yeah, Johnny Gargano, yeah. Cesaro, Adam Cole. Adam Cole, Hero, all them guys. If they pretty much all those NXT, maybe people. even Brian Danielson. He's maybe talking even. about here. Maybe even, yeah. And, and you could even say Punk. Yeah, uh, you can absolutely say Punk. Would the indie world have been flooded with talent? Meaning, if they wouldn't have moved on to WWE, would we be seeing all these other new people? Yes, because WWE is not the only place in town, even before AEW existed. You had um, Impact, you had Ring of Honor, you have Japan, you have Mexico, you have other indie yeah, a lot of places. Those, a lot of those guys could have made Impact more popular than it is. Now, would... Some of today's bigger names in the indie world be as big as they are, maybe not, but but everything <clears throat> evolves. Everyone moves forward. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And our last two questions come from Doctor Michael Jargo. Jargski. The. Uh, he has a couple podcasts, but uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Podcast Destino. And Hitting the Marks. And Hitting the Marks. Good, yeah. um, he asked, these are our last two questions. What if Marty Skrull defeats Matt Taven in the Garden? 
where does ROH fit inside of current pro wrestling climate? Well, I think more people who attended that show and watched it would have been happier. I think that the speak he would have been more protected during the speaking out movement. Yeah. Uh But I think that ROH would still be where it is now. And possibly Marty Skrull wouldn't even be in ROH. He would have probably went to AEW. Yeah. If speaking out never happens, Marty Skrull 12,000% goes to AEW. Oh, I'm not saying speaking out doesn't happen. I'm saying if he's the company's champion, they would have probably protected him more. Yeah. Yeah. Because there was a lot of speaking out against a champion uh, that is now an AEW. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying yeah. not to say his name. No, I couldn't. I didn't. Who cares? <laughs> All right. What's your dudes on the internet? Second, last question. What if Hideo Tommy, I can't read. What if Hideo Tommy ne- never second. was a thing? <laughs> what if Kenta just stayed at Noah? Would we be talking about Noah as the premier wrestling company in the world as opposed to New Japan? No. And I, I assume he means in the world as in, in Japan. Um, no. Um, Kenta staying <laughs> would have been better for Kenta. Absolutely. Uh, would have been better for Noah. Um, but Marafuji stayed, and Marafuji is just as good as Kenta. Uh, he may not have had the Ring of Honor run that Kenta did, but uh, I think Noah would have been uh, Noah would have been more competition for New Japan for a longer period of time. Right now, we're seeing. Guys like Keno, Nakajima, Shiozaki, Kiyomiya, Hayata, and others uh, <clears throat> taking, and you could say Masada Tanaka, Marafuji, Sigira, etc. They're all, they have all worked really hard to bring Noah as, as high as it is right now. If Kenta would have stayed in Noah, it would have been even higher as competition in a quicker fashion. But I don't think we would be saying, you know, you can't you can't deny Nakamura, you can't deny Kenny Omega, you can't deny Okada, you can't deny Tanahashi. So, no, New Japan would still be, would have still been the number one promotion in Japan, but we definitely would be talking about Noah more. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, New Japan versus Noah probably would have happened way sooner. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and how many times did Atomi get hurt in, in NXT? Like two or three times? It's fucking insane. He would have been much healthier. Uh, you know, going to NXT was an awful move. 
Yeah. Awful move. Because the people who care about him now are the same people who cared before he went to NXT. Exactly. Nobody exactly. who watched NXT and didn't know who he was cares about what he's doing now. Yeah. People that were already fans of him stayed fans, even in NXT. Like, he didn't gain anything by going there. Not at all. His fan base is still loyal. He might have gained friends there. He gained friends, but yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So, let's talk about some things. This is our first episode back, 2022 New Year. Oh my God! We are going to be bringing. We're working on getting interviews for this year. Yeah, we're going to be we're bringing to back one. why you should be watching. We yeah. have a new idea for a segment. Yeah, uh, Booker Man will be coming back full force. Oh, we yeah, got Booker. Sid yeah. doing a AEW trios title thing, and we have to get to John's card, which was originally GCW versus AEW, but now he's thinking from this show. If WCW won Still the Monday existed, Night yeah. War. Um, so, you know, it's not like we've just been sitting around. We have been talking about what we're going to be doing this year. And uh, Inside the Indies will come back. Uh, and I do have another show that I'm definitely going to be doing now because I'm definitely making more time for stardom this year. Uh, it's called Strong Stylings. You may have heard me talk about it here and there, but it's going to be. We had it as a segment in an episode not too long ago. Right. It's going to be. It's based on just the Bushi Road companies like Stardom and New Japan, but I'll probably be throwing in other Puro or Joshi. Uh, and with that, wherever you are in the world, whether it's morning, noon, or night, you have a great one. And peace and love. To all of you. Bang. Bang! That felt good. I haven't done that in a while. Let's get the hell out of here. Yeah.